Welcome everybody. This is the Extra Credit Show. My name is Anselmo Moreno. And I'm Richard David. And we're gonna to talk to you guys today about medical collections and all things credit report related to medical collections. There's a lot of myths that we wanna debunk. And medical collections are just an interesting topic because 52% of all collections on credit reports are medical, which is a staggering amount Crazy. of collections or a staggering amount of collections on credit reports. So based on those averages, one of us has to have a medical collection in yeah, a credit report. Pretty much, which is very interesting because we're credit experts and we don't do that. Yeah. But it's just a staggering number that you brought to our attention. And when you really think about, you know, most people, okay, so the way I think about it is this. So the credit score and the credit reporting system are designed to predict risk. And really, you know, when you go apply for a loan, you're t the bank is trying to determine the likelihood that you're going to pay that debt back, right? If banks Correct. are, they want to get the, their money back. But medical collections are included in that predictor of risk, but they're not like other debts, meaning that you don't necessarily you didn't you didn't ask for those debts. They just came uh, without you actually right. attempting to borrow money in some way. So you didn't plan for it. Right? No. They're unplanned and, you know, you didn't ask to borrow the money and willingly not pay it back. Um, no one and, has to and, get sick. And that kind of thing is a predictor of risk. If someone takes on debt and then is unable to pay it back you can say, okay, well, that is a good predictor that if you did that once, you're probably going to do that again, right? That's the whole credit scoring formula. Mm -hmm. But with medical debts, it's not like that. You don't do that on purpose. It just happens. So it's, it's, a, it's a little weird, but um, it's the way that the system is designed. And medical collections do hurt your credit report just as much as non-medical collections. Well, I would actually argue... It would even hurt you more since there's more medical debts than anything else on the credit report. Uh, means more uh, derogatory trade lines, which means um, lower credit scores. Uh, you just gave that number. Fifty percent of uh, of a uh, fifty-two percent of credit reports have medical debts on it. But there's also another number: twenty percent of collections or derogatories on the trade line are medical debts, which is also the biggest number out there. There's more medical collections on credit reports than there are utility bills or bills of any other kind. And it's, and it's interesting because of the damage that a medical collection can do, but more so because of the myths that are out there regarding medical collections. What the big myth that we get to hear as credit consultants is medical collections don't affect your credit score. That's the big myth. And I think that myth is kind of given put out there by people in finance and you know i'm talking to you loan officers and i'm talking to you you know <laughs> realtors auto, realtors and auto lenders where you tell consumers not to focus on their medical debts when in reality medical debts are probably the first thing we would want to tackle as credit consultants because if we're talking about improving your credit score we have a lot of points to find and gain when if we deal with the medical debts no that that's correct um first of all you know unlike dealing with a bank where the bank is credit reporting and then they could also charge it off or send it to the collection agency, medical debts don't get reported by the original creditor. Uh, the hospital's not gonna credit report that you owe them money. The only reason why medical debts get reported in the first place is because they get sent to a collection agency and the collection agency reports it. So it's uh, more easier to deal with a collection agency than having to deal with two different entities. 
Right. And a big problem or a big source of the problem is if you do end up in the hospital for an emergency situation and you got a lot of people putting their hands on you, as I like to say, you end up with a lot of bills, right? You end up with a bill from the hospital. You end up with a bill from the physician that worked on you. If you had any blood work done, you get a blood work bill from the laboratory company. And then, you know, any other procedures that are done on you will result in numerous bills. So if that situation does happen, you end up with a lot of bills for one visit. And it's a source of a lot of confusion. You may think that the hospital bill is paid, but you have a lot of other unpaid bills. And so that type of situation essentially lends itself for you to have collections on your credit report. And medical collections, again, hurt just as much as non-medical collections. Um, one thing that uh, a lot of people don't understand, especially in the Hispanic community, but um, you know, when you go to a hospital, even if, let's say, you do have insurance, just because you have insurance, and let's just assume you even provided it to the to the hospital, does not mean that the hospital is going to forward your information to this doctor that saw you in the ER. And so that's how you know you'll you'll get a doctor bill that gets sent to collections because you as a consumer are going to think, hey, I already gave him my insurance. My insurance paid. Why am I getting billed? You're going to more than likely ignore this debt, not knowing that the doctor never received your insurance, never billed your insurance. Yeah, and I think the takeaway there is is don't ignore it. Yeah. yeah, I think that really is the takeaway, uh, because if you start to ignore debts, you know, you, you get a bill in the mail and you ignore it, it, it will end up in collections. It, like you said, the facility, the, the hospital, the doctor, the clinic, they don't credit report. Mm-hmm. It gets credit reported when it gets sent to collections and it only gets sent to collections because you ignore the bill. So oftentimes not ignoring it, addressing it head on, making payment arrangements with the provider or just ensuring that your insurance paid their appropriate portion and you know that little bit is yours or you know understanding that and then taking care of it will prevent the item from going on the credit report because if it goes on the credit report it's governed by the fair credit reporting act meaning it can stay on there for up to seven years just like any other non-medical debt and it's just not worth it especially if you have insurance to have a medical collection cost you points because at the end of the day should that collection go on the credit report it's going to cost you points And then it will cost you in other ways because you'll have less favorable terms when buying a car, when buying a house. So it may not destroy your credit. If you didn't qualify. If it doesn't destroy your credit to where you can't finance things, it will lower your credit to where the things you do finance cost you more. You know, so it's just about being informed and not ignoring things. My, My personal and professional experience has really been... Okay, don't ignore the medical bill. Deal with it head on. If you can't afford the medical bill the hospital will give you payments. And even if you really can't afford that, there's financial assistance programs out there. Some charity programs. Even. Charity programs will write off the entire debt. But the whole point is is don't ignore it. And, and I understand, you know, you're in the hospital, you're hurting, you're there with a loved one and the loved one is hurting. Your first priority is get better. It's not about thinking about the business side of being at the hospital. But at some point, you know, you, you do want to think about that if you want to protect your credit. I know it makes life a little more tedious. No one wants to worry about another bill, but it, it's it's good for you in the long run. You just don't want another issue that's going to hurt you financially. You can't afford it. And and you know what? If you already have medical bills on your credit report, or if you are thinking about improving your credit report, and you're probably watching this show because you want to improve your credit score and you want to learn a few tips and strategies, 
if you do have medical collections on the credit report, don't believe that they're not affecting you. You know, that's what we were saying. And so think about addressing the medical collections first, because oftentimes we have a lot of points on the table by, by leaving the medical collections unpaid. So what I would like to address is if you have a $100 medical bill, $200, $500 medical bill, right? It, they're normally going to be, if a collection agency was assigned the debt after the insurance paid their portion, they're going to be a smaller amount, right? You're, you know, they're not going to... There's no not, such thing as a $100 hospital bill. Right. You know, <laughs> we're not talking about a, a, a surgery that was done on you with no insurance. That's a different situation. But we're talking about the small little bills, the little blood work bills, these little, what I call ankle biters. There's a lot of points to be had there. If you if you address a $200 medical collection that was just into collections in the last year, it's a lot of points on the table that you're leaving if you ignore that. Oh, yeah. And 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 lenders or, or finance professionals helping people qualify for loans will advise the consumer, ignore this bill, focus on that bill, and then... They'll talk to us and we'll go, nope, let's deal with the medical bill first. So I understand the confusion. Again, medical collections hurt the score just as much as non-medical collections. So let's deal with the little ones that we can get the most points. I call it getting the most bang for your buck, getting the most points for your buck by dealing with those medical collections. Oh, yeah. And uh, and you, you mentioned something earlier that just you know made me want to clarify something. These small medical bills, these 50, 75, $90 ankle biters, they are they are so bad. For example, if you have six of those, it's worse than having $1,000 cell phone collection because it's multiple entries on the credit report. So they're just as important, if not more important, than you know anything else on the credit report. Yeah, totally. Um, so again, if you guys want to, you know, know more about how to resolve this situation or how to prevent, you know, medical bills going to collections, uh, give us a call or, you know, leave a note for us, uh, on the yeah, channel, leave us a comment and let us know, or send us a private message. You know, we used to work at a debt collection agency who specialized in collecting you always medical gotta bills. You got to tell people, huh? Yeah. Well, you know, that's our embarrassing me, <laughs> but that's that. And we learned a lot. The debt collection agency specialized in collecting medical bills. So we really know how to navigate that. Not only that, but we've just been helping people fix their credit for the last 12 years. So if you have a, a credit problem or a medical debt problem, chances are we've seen it and solved it before. So don't hesitate to reach out to us. That's what we like to do. Um, but interestingly enough, you know, we were sharing with us an article this morning um, that the statistics on the medical bills were kind of astonishing. But when you really think about it, you know, it's not surprising. But there's been some changes that have been announced uh, recently. And I don't know how I feel about that. You know, so the changes are for you guys that are credit geeks like us and are interested in it. The changes are that credit bureaus are going to wait six months before they report any medical collection. That's yeah. change number one, which is interesting. So that means that the, the medical collection has to be six months old before it gets on the report. And the second portion of that is that if the medical collection is paid by insurance companies, that they will delete it from the record like it never happened. That's an interesting development. What do you think about that? Well, I think it kind of contradicts each other. Uh, and, and let me explain why. First of all, insurance companies, if they don't get billed within a certain amount of time, they refuse the bill. It's untimely filing. Generally, that's one year. Well, if the collection isn't even going to get reported for six months until after it's been sent to the collection agency. Let's just assume this bill did slip through the cracks. 
you're not going to find out about it for a very long time because the medical provider doesn't send it to the collector right away. They might they might have already held it for six months. And if the collector can't get a hold of you, doesn't know how to get a hold of you and you don't find about it uh, out about it for another six months, that means the entire year has already passed, which means you lost your ability to bill your insurance so they can pay it and get it off the credit report. Yeah, that's a very good point. And, you know, it's extremely circumstantial, circumstantial, but it, it can happen. It does happen. We see it all the time. It, it happens a lot. The, the interesting part to me is the six month waiting period because they already wait six months generally to send it to the collections. Exactly. So I'm wondering exactly how they're going to work that. You know, I wonder, just like any statute, where is the six-month period going to start? Is the six-month period going to start from the date of service? Is it going to start from the denial of the claim? Or is it going to, where does the six-month period start? Is it going to start from when they send it to collections? So if the, the bill is six months old and then they send it to collections, which is standard practice in a lot of hospitals, you know, they wait 180 days. Once the bill is unpaid, they send it to collections. And again, there's no laws that govern that. So it's an, an internal rule with every facility. Every hospital will decide how old a debt has to be before they decide to send it to collections. So it's kind of still up in the air. I feel like a lot of the debts are already wait 180 days. And so maybe it might not even change things. Um, but I guess, you know, we'll see. We see credit reports every day. So we'll be able to provide some insight and context once this um, new practice by the credit bureau starts to affect people. Because it's, it's, it's a very interesting development. Oh, it's definitely interesting. So, you know, we'll see. And uh, another thing uh, you'll start if you guys are out there reading credit stuff, um, you'll probably realize that a lot of the new credit scoring models um, change the way that they grade or affect the way that the credit um, grades medical bills. And it, what I'm getting at is that the new FICO models are essentially disregarding or weighing less the way that the medical collections affect the credit scoring. But the lenders aren't using those new models. But the lenders still, mortgage lenders particularly, are still using old, outdated credit scoring models. FICO 4, in fact. So, I mean, it doesn't matter, basically, yeah. what the new changes for FICO are. If you're fixing your credit or working to improve your credit to buy a house, they're still using old scoring models. So any of the new credit scoring changes, they don't really affect you. Yeah. So, <laughs> so but, you know, you guys, um, this is the Extra Credit Show we will be providing you guys with some really cool updates to um, just the credit scoring world, giving you guys our insight and our feedback when it comes to all the new developments into credit scoring. Um, we have a big passion for credit scoring. Keep watching our, our, our shows. Keep listening on our podcast. Subscribe to our channel. Subscribe to our podcast. We really appreciate that. Send us any messages or feedback of any topics you want us to cover in the future. My name is Anselmo Moreno. And I'm Richard David. We'll see you guys next time.